Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with this shit. Hmm. True. Late nights, early morning. You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you, let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand, mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever yeah, it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but yeah. you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. Well, Zan, what a wealthy people. It's your guy, David Bellard, one of the founders of the Black Wealth Renaissance. Back at it again with another installment of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, your favorite show, and you know it's the place to go, man. Number one in the world. Jalen Clark. Jalen, how you living, dog? I'm doing great, man. What's up with it, y'all? It's your boy, Jalen, man. Another founder of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Feeling great, dog. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, sipping, you sipping know. on the, pot, the, the, the tequila hey, and man, the pineapple juice today. If you know a tequila company that wants... So, uh, so yeah, come on, man! Like we, 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 we'll put your bottle right here. Dollars. We even do a whole tasting segment for you. Yeah, shit. I'm telling you, like, look, we love some tequila. We're some tequila drinkers. I'm just saying. Just saying, yeah. no. just, saying just saying. But again, I just came back from Mexico too, so please don't send me that low barrel shit. I need smooth. Oh I need the real shit. <laughs> Hey man, hey, man. It, it was an awakening, dog. When you know better, you gotta do better. I'm you trying know to better, tell you, you dog. Do like I tasted that, sh- I tasted some 35 year old age tequila. When I tell you that shit was so good, dog, <laughs> I was like, damn, this shit, it, no bite. It's just like you, you tasted the wisdom in it. Man, I'm trying to tell you, man, that shit was amazing, dog. Hell yeah! Oh, y'all get tequila. I'm telling you. So look, we some tequila drinkers. We're connoisseurs of tequila, but um, that's neither here nor there. I, that's just us putting it out there. Uh, but yeah, y'all already know we here to kick game and get value. This is what Black Wealth Renaissance is all about. Uh, we're back with another installment. Before we get to introducing our guests, y'all already know what to do. Make sure y'all leave us that five star rating. And I need review. it. Share Hit that little somebody. notification yeah. bell on YouTube. 
Like, share, subscribe. Make sure that you're putting this information out there for people who need it. Uh, this episode today is gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah. This is something that we don't talk about but nearly it's something enough. We're very passionate about. It's, we don't talk about it nearly enough because it's literally we just talked about the lifeblood of the economy on the last episode. Now we're about to talk about the lifeblood of your business. Um, we're talking about marketing, marketing mm. and automation. These are two of the most important things that you can do as a business owner to make sure that you are ensuring your success. Because how the hell are you going to make some sales <laughs> if don't nobody know what your product is and what it do? And the brother that we got on today, he is the mastermind, the the big brain behind the BizCo back-end private banker society that you just heard two episodes ago mm -hmm. with our brother, Dr. Jake Taylor. Uh, he is a six, seven, eight-figure marketing genius. I mean, he putting people, he putting plans and plays together, and he going to kick a lot of game. This is none other than Mr. Ignacio Zambrano, uh, the COO? CMO. CMO. Look at me. CMO of the BizCo brand. Uh, welcome to the show, Ignacio. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate the opportunity uh to be on the podcast uh, to be co completely honest with you this is my first like podcast to be actually like step on and to like showcase i like staying behind the scenes you I like to be on the back end yeah yeah exactly ah. I, I consider myself a influencer of influencers you know okay. what i'm saying i like to to like be on on the back end but also put things in place that i know work so i appreciate the opportunity to be here man i'm excited i've been following the brand for a while i've uh, attended events where you guys have been sponsors of and kick games so i appreciate Appreciate the value that you guys are giving to the community, and, and I'm happy to co contribute any way that I can, brother. Hey, man, Appreciate thank you, it. thank you, man. Absolutely, brother. absolutely. So, Ignacio, man, just to get started, it, Iggy for short, I'm gonna call you Iggy. Yeah. Cool, the room, yeah, absolutely. Man. But Iggy, um, so just I know I gave a brief introduction. I would like just to get started for you to give our audience an introduction to yourself and kind of how you found your way into this marketing. Business. Uh, yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, man, I'm from Mississippi, brother. <laughs> I got to put that out there. I'm from Mississippi. I'm a country Am I brother. Crooked letter, crooked letter, crooked letter, man. Yeah. Um, born and raised in Mississippi. Shout out to my brother, dear Silas. I ain't stressing today. Uh, that's uh, a childhood friend. But Mississippi is, is my background. When you come from Mississippi, you don't come from a lot. It's just like it's, Louisiana. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's food and it's family back home for me. But it's, it's a lot of agriculture. It's, it's rich with family. But when it comes to, to business, uh, it, it's a lot of things that come back. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a lot of fruit that, that starts there and roots. But you, you got to expand from there. So being from Mississippi... Uh, I knew that uh, growing up that I wanted to be a business owner. Right? I saw my uncle. I worked with my uncle. He was a, a brick mason, uh, but he was just good, good with his hands. And when I was about three years old, I started going out and working with him, mm -hmm. talking with him. And he would pay me, you know, a dollar a day, two dollars a day to, to unload some sand or to uh, be able to, to uh, carry some bricks from here to there. But I learned the power of skill sets. I learned the power of being able to provide a solution to somebody based on the work that you could do and be able to get paid for it. Because I would, I would see my uncle, you know, uh, every year, he and his wife, they take off two, two weeks a year and they travel the world, uh, go to Greece or wherever, and they come back. And, but he was all about his work. He was all about making sure that he provided a valuable service to people that he, his skill set was showcased. Uh, so, uh, but in that business, I also saw that like he was self-employed. He made great money, but if he didn't show up, no money wasn't being made. Money wasn't being made. He had great word of mouth, but the marketing aspect wasn't there. 
He, you know, people would tell about it based on the results of his skill, which is absolutely something you need. But to being able to scale that and to get more, more people, more customers, more eyeballs on your business, I didn't see that aspect. So I began to start under, looking at marketing, understanding marketing, understanding how people behave when it comes to marketing. And uh, I, I did like a semester and a half of college, dropped out of college and uh, had a choreography career, did BT, MTV. Uh, as far as uh, background dances performed on some of the, the stages with you know some of the, the biggest artists that you can name as far as within the past decade. Um, but then uh, just got getting back to the understanding of marketing and seeing, uh, you know, what I wanted to do for myself. And I was like, OK, I'm a choreographer. I need to have some type of brand. And uh, I, I saw the power Internet I didn't have a lot of money. And I began promoting myself the same thing everybody else was doing. And I was like, OK, well, how can I stick out? when it comes to promoting myself. And then I started understanding the power of, of actual marketing, understanding the science behind it, why people do certain things, why people make, take certain actions or, and make certain purchases. I started studying it. And from then I, I, I shifted from marketing to understanding the, the power of generating leads, the power of building uh, a, a following, the power of building a community, the power of being able to follow up with people, people. And that pushed me into pay advertising because, like I said, I like to be on the back end. I'm, I'm not the person that's going to make 20 videos a day, sit down and edit it, post it on 17 different platforms. Although that that does work, that strategy does work, but that's only an aspect of, of, mm -hmm. of marketing. That's a, and that's a very small aspect of marketing when you look at the grand scheme of things. I started looking, okay, if... If we understand the science of it, then we're looking at paid marketing, then we have to understand the math behind it. And now for every dollar that we, we spend, we can predictably scale a business when it comes to revenue in terms of marketing. So I started diving into paid advertisement, started working on uh, campaigns. I had a mentor at the time who uh, was not that great of a, a businessman when it comes to doing right by people, was, but was extremely skilled, extremely skilled in what it is that he did. Right. And my grandmother raised me, take the, take the meat, leave the bone, take what mm -hmm. you need, leave the rest of that, you know what I'm saying, by the wayside. And I needed to learn this skill set. I saw the power of this skill set of being able to sit down and market a business. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's and grow. And then when it comes from a business aspect, we talk about need based businesses. What business, you know, don't need marketing. Every business, every, business, marketing. every business don't need marketing. So if I'm going to bet on myself and put myself out there to say that this is what's going to be able to support me, I know that people need to be able to. They need to, have to, to want the skill set. And that skill set needs to be something that's sustainable through time as long as I'm able to keep up my expertise on it. Mm -hmm. So got into paid advertisement, you know, worked on campaigns, you know, scaled to one point five million dollars in, in 50 days back in like 2016, beginning days of Shopify. Some some of my mentors, uh, like the godfather of a lot of the people that you see going viral, a lot of the advertisers that you see now, like working on them, helping them understand Facebook advertisement, helping them understand paid advertising and understanding how to read the data, what's important to a business, understanding your analytics, what age group group is 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 identifying with you the most because if you understand it my brother-in-law died suddenly and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home that's why i told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer 
an agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. 25 to 34-year-old males are your base demographic. Now you can do research on that demographic and figure out what it is that they like more of. And you can have conversations based on what it is they like because you are going to I'm be able saying, to grow with that. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's a lot. Bad, it's, a, it's a lot to hey, unpack, bro. dog. Hey, bro, this is about to be a good one. It is about to be a good one, dog. Um, so some of the first things that I want to talk about is the studying part of the marketing. Yes. I even want to bring it down to... You know, a fundamental people here, marketing, branding, they loop those into the th- the same thing. Can we differentiate what is marketing versus what is branding? Yes. And then dive deeper into the actual yes. marketing side. Yes. So that's a that's a great question. And I, I actually um, asked this question is when I was um, uh, hosting on stage uh, for a conference, because a lot of people get the two confused branding is more of, of the story behind what it is you do. When people think of your brand, what does it represent? Mm-hmm. How does it make them feel? What mm-hmm. does it make them think about? What, what do they associate it with? And then that gets into your color scheme that gets into the, the, the music that you select that mm-hmm. gets into the type of conversations that you, that you have in the topics of those conversations. Marketing is being able to take that information and communicate it with the right people so that you can attract the right people and also repel the wrong people. Mm. That's, That's important. Because most people only talk about attraction. But you have to be able to differentiate and understand that everybody not for you. Which is why when you look at your insights, you see the majority of the people in a certain demographic. Those are the people who resonate with your message naturally. And so understanding that, getting in that, the other people, they may have a, a taste, they may rock with a little bit, but focusing in exactly where you need to be and repelling the wrong people, attracting the right people. That's the biggest aspect of marketing is really understanding how to communicate that, picking the mark, focusing in on it. Branding is that story that they're going to be able to consume once you get that information to them. Mm-hmm. I got you. I'm picking it up. So where you go? I, I was just go. about to say, I think one of the biggest aspects of marketing is people need to understand it's very psychological. Yes. A lot of psychology, a lot of psychology majors do great at marketing because they yes. understand how human behaviors and how to communicate with those behaviors. Yes. Uh, so I just wanted to highlight that part that that's what you're doing whenever you're actually marketing. Yes. You understand the psychology of humans and how they're going to react to certain things. Yes. And, and truthfully, like, when you really dive into it and, and you understand the psychology and you start looking at behavioral patterns, you can almost predict where how you need to position your business when it comes to marketing in the future based off the behavior of people. It's not like some hard aspect. You understand the data that you currently receive, who those people are, how they're behaving. You can almost predict where things will be in the next two to three years when it comes to your marketing and your business. As they grow, you can just yes. look at the same demographics. Yeah. yeah. So... I said in the intro, marketing is like the lifeblood of your business, Absolutely. right? People don't know your product. They don't know your service. How are you going to sell it? So uh, thinking about that, 
What, what? I'm laughing because <laughs> it's like it's companies that people be like, man, I have the best fucking product. I got the best service, but they're not making money. And it's companies who have shitty fucking products yes. and shitty services yes. who's making a lot of money, but it's because they market better than you. Yes. That's, That's why I was laughing. That's yes. it. That's it. But like with marketing, right? So marketing is different for every business. Mm -hmm. uh, some businesses, they market online. I know we spoke with Hamza. He's in government contracting. Marketing is different. So when we talk about marketing, I mean, obviously it goes across a couple of different spectrums. But I think for this episode, I really want to focus on online marketing mm -hmm. because that's where a lot of things are trending toward. And that's what our people need to understand a bit better. So when it comes to online marketing, what would you say is like, like I'm somebody I'm just starting out and I I have a small brand. I'm just beginning. What are some ways that they can start getting their business out there to those people and identifying who those people are that are their tribe? The biggest thing you should be focused on any business should be focused on online, offline, but especially online is building a list. OK, building some type of database that you can communicate with. What we find nowadays is a lot of people are dependent on social media for their yeah. business. Talk about it. But we've seen social media platforms go down for a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. How does that affect businesses if you're only dependent on social media platforms? So when it comes to online marketing, we need to focus on leveraging these social media platforms as windows to your business. People come your social media platform. It's almost like they window shopping. But your goal is to drive them to your list. Because if Instagram go down for a couple of hours, and I need to be on TikTok today. I can send information out to my list that I own. Because when was the last time you changed your email address? It's been a minute. I make news. Same. But I change the passwords. I change just change the passwords. passwords. I ain't gonna lie. You go back and you check. I ain't gonna even, lie. Go I got one email address <laughs> that I made to make me a MySpace page. I yes. still got it. Yes, that was two thousand eight. Yes. How many businesses do you go in where they offer you some type of discount in exchange for your email address? Every every major business online. So if we if if we talking about an online business, we talking about building a list. We talking about data understanding what the demographic and the data is for your business. And, and, and it's just looking at what the larger corporations are doing. It's obvious when you understand behavior and you look at what's happening. So was it 2020, 2018, 2020, when Mark Zuckerberg went and sat down in front of Congress and it was all about data, this data. I don't know what we doing with the data, sir. Data, data, yeah, data, Zuck, data, Zuck, Zuck data. don't know nothing. <laughs> well, as a as a paid advertiser, the only thing that I'm doing is paying them for access to the data that they collecting mm -hmm. off of my platform. Off of my platform and everybody else's platform, I'm paying them for access to put my business in front of the right people. So if these major corporations are focusing on data, because that's what big technology company. That's all it is is a data company. Mm -hmm. So as a business owner, you should be focused on building a list. Yes, make your content. You know, they talk about, you know, post your reels, post your TikTok, post your YouTube shows. What's the end goal all that? The end goal is you should be driving people to some type of a place where you can capture some type of name, email, and or phone number so that you can build your list. Because when you get, get ready to launch a new product, when you get ready to release a new episode, when you get ready to uh, uh, give access to a new free training, a master class or a course, you want to be able to tap into your own database regardless of what's going on with these social media platforms. That's a, the main thing that you should be focused on online is building a list. I'm so glad you shared that, Iggy, because, like, again, people see social media – 
I like to stress this to people, right? Our platform, one of the premier platforms, Absolutely. social media, when it Absolutely. comes to financial wellness and build, building wealth. But at the end of the day, we don't own Instagram. Mm-hmm. And whenever you post on social media platforms, there's an algorithm that determines who can see what you're putting out. However, whenever you own a list of people, if you're putting out an offer to those same people, they all gonna they're all going to receive the offer. Absolutely. Everybody's going to get it. Will everybody open it? Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that you have that data, the fact that you have the email, the fact that you have your phone number, think about how much more direct that marketing is versus just po- throwing a bunch of shit at the wall when Absolutely. you're posting on social media. Absolutely. And not not only that, you it, marketing right to drive traffic to that list, you know the type of people that are on that list, so you know the exact conversations to have with them. And the more research you can do on that, again, going back to the example, 25, 34-year-old males, you know that they may be interested in sports or, or, or boxing. So you may have conversations surrounding it. Even though your goal is to help them over here, just having conversations or, or conversing about topics they're interested in helps build that rapport on your list. And that's the most important thing when it comes to building a business online. I can't stress that enough. I'm glad you touched on this. So can we get more into marketing strategy? Like when it comes to identifying and learning more about those people. Like, so obviously we see the demographics. We'll see like 25 to 34. But how do you learn about those different things that you can target people around? What type of books are they, this demographic of people reading? This is These are simple Google searches. Mm-hmm. What type of books are they reading? What type of TV shows are they watching? What type of of uh, blogs are they reading? When you find out this information, now you can dive deeper. What type of content are they on? Of course, you we've we've heard of you know going in and looking at Google Trends and, and keywords and uh, answer the public, right? To figure out what people are searching and creating content about that. But the ultimate goal is to really know the person that it is that you communicating with this because you building a relationship with the same thing you come to dating. The more you know that you're, your partner, the more you can communicate with them. When you build a business, you, you, when you're marketing, you're talking to one person. It may be a lot of people that relate with that one particular person, what we call an avatar, mm-hmm. your particular avatar. And we even go as far as giving it that person a name. Who is it that you're talking to? And every piece of content, every piece of communication, all your storytelling should cater to that one person. That's going to be, okay, this person's this age. They may make around this type of money. They may have this family size. They may be married, may may not be. And now I know I can do it. I can dive as deep as I want to with the understanding of who it is that I'm talking to. Most people think marketing is just promoting, just posting stuff on social media and saying, hey, I'm here. And then when they, it's not reflecting on the back end, 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Long term, and when we look at the psychology of it, it's not hitting endorphins. You're not getting that gratification from your efforts. Now you want to quit on your business. Now you want to quit on your dream. Now you want to quit on yourself. But if we understand the process and know what it is we need to be doing, we can focus in there and dive deeper on knowing the people. The better I understand you, business partners, the better y'all understand each other, the better you can support him. 
I, both of y'all got different strengths, different mm-hmm. weaknesses. More I than can't likely, make fucking graphics. You know what I'm saying? That in the, the exactly understand the strengths and weaknesses of your consumer, your ideal client, the avatar, the person that you've given the name. The more you can provide things that 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 help them. And long term, it don't matter if you making a dollar off what you helping them with or not. You can support them, and they're gonna find gratitude with that, and they're gonna be with you longer term. Hey man, you just said a whole lot. And I kind of want to break break it down a little bit just for some of the people to write. Like, once you, not even just breaking it down on that part, but like, how are you building the list is where I want to go. Like, how are you building the list? How are you first attracting, okay, we're going to call our avatar since you're saying, you know, 25 to 35. Oh man, we're going to call him Jake. Right. How are you? How are you attracting a Jake? Right. How how do you know this is going to be my avatar? Like, what are you putting out to first start building that avatar? up? So it's a it's a formula that I follow when it comes to marketing across the board. It's an ACE formula. ACE? Like ACE, A-C-E? A-C-E. Attention, conversation, exploitation. So the first thing is I'm putting out content on social media platforms, ultimately having a list that I want them to go to. But I'm putting out content. The, the, I may go on a 30, part. 30, 45 days, 60, 90 day, putting out content and seeing what gets the most attention, what, what attention garners the most conversation. Those are the main things I'm um, for. Then once you understand that, because then we, now you can start going looking at data. Start looking at insights, understanding the type of people who are engaging with your content, the content that has the most engagement. What type of content was that? Then breaking down psychologically, why did this content go? Then from there, looking at the comments, get looking at the feedback that you may message that that you may get from it. What type of conversation is that? And then going from there and creating more content like that. You may take dollars and put it behind some of those pieces of content. And then drive that to a landing page, which ultimately gets them to your list. So the only way to understand your audience is to try stuff, put stuff out there, but put stuff out there with a purpose. So strategically, yes. And 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 at first, at first, you may have to just throw some at the wall to see what sticks. But you're throwing stuff to see what sticks. And once you identify just a little bit of stick, okay, why did that stick a little bit more than this? And you're getting into the data. You're getting into the psychology of really understanding who it is you're talking to so that you can identify them as a Jake. And that avatar may change as your business changes. Mm. You may develop you know, in, in new innovations, and that ad- avatar may grow in, in age. And that age they is has different interests. Understanding maybe even the political background of the demographic. That's how you saying you can predict what you're yes, going to need to you do can in predict. the next two to three years. Yes, because they, they they behave in a certain way. For instance, I'll give you I'll give you an example based on um, behavior as far as being able to predict. And you remember when the scooters first first came to Dallas, right? The the electric scooters. Yeah. They're not here no more, but the electric scooters. And they first went <sighs> bird, and, right? Yeah. So at that point, I'm looking at. The behavior of people to access. What did you have to do in order to access those scooters? Have a phone and scan it. Scan what? The, the, uh, the QR, QR code. code. Before then, how? Mo- where were you seeing QR codes to access information? Mm. So I'm sitting. I'm sitting. You know, on the balcony. I'm looking at people scooting down through the city. But and then I'm like, everybody that has to access this has to go through a QR code. So the behavior of that. Is scanning. Then we're looking at the behavior of Apple Pay. So people are naturally using a phone 
in order to access information. So I took the QR code, figured out how to create automation systems where you can literally scan a QR code and go through Facebook Messenger to be able to order. This pre-COVID. So understanding the behavior of people based off what's going on in the world. Now, okay, they scanning it. They is access this, but them was billion dollar evaluations on them companies. So they had market penetration. Mm -hmm. So a lot of users were behaving or going through that behavioral process to access through QR codes. Of course, I didn't know what was finna happen and it was going to be there, but based off behavior, Mm -hmm. I saw that there was going to be a timeline. Based off just looking at how people behave, then understanding the people. QR codes for menus. For everything. everything. For yeah. everything. If I was if I was a restaurant owner, I wouldn't I wouldn't have people scanning QR codes going directly to a menu. I have it going to a, a place where they can I would collect their email address and give them an incentive and then take them to the menu. Ten percent off your meal. Because I know that everybody scanning that QR code they send down in my restaurant because of behavior. So I know that it experience my business. And I can send them more offers based on the behaviors mm. that they take. And off a lot of business on the My slow nights versus yeah. hot nights. If I notice Tuesday, yeah. hey, 20% off Tuesdays. Man, that's, I'm gonna make more money with yeah. 20% off versus yeah. if I'm a, yeah. just if I'm just slow that night. I know I know what my slow nights are. I know the amount of traffic I'm getting to my page based off scans. I, I understand what's going on. And then I can follow up with it. Now also if I'm bringing in I, I got a restaurant that I'm bringing in entertainment. I got more of a value add to these entertainments of why they need to be in this venue because I'm going to market it out. My data provides an additional value. Your Mm. digital real estate, your digital assets, we hear this conversation talked about what is that on the back end that you own? Talk to me about it. That's your list. Mm. How much information, how how many different ways can you communicate with somebody? Social webbing. Somebody come to my Instagram. I want them to go to my YouTube. I want them to get on my email list. I want them. To, I want to get their phone number. Get on my text list. I want them to be on, on on my TikTok. I want them to be on my my messenger list. I want them to be inside of my community. I want them to be uh, opting into my Zoom so I can I can touch them in as many different in ways. Different, many, different. This platforms. what these major companies doing. It's a fact. So I, I kind of want to go back to the QR codes thing, right? So you saw the, you saw the QR codes on the birds, like yeah. So how did you start implementing and bringing those to the DFW, like with the different things that you were doing and different so, companies you were working with? So there there is a a uh, this was at the time there was a uh, platform that we, you could build chatbots on for Facebook Messenger, and I saw that you can they, that you can create. Static QR codes and also dynamic QR codes. Static QR codes are QR codes that once you created them and you put the link on it, it's done. Yeah. Dynamic is you can go and you can change the link whenever. Really? You, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. You can change the change the the link whenever it is you you want to. So I the the access to the chat box was through a link. So I just put the link on on the back end as a destination for when they scan and go. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, "This is ludicrous." But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Now it's automating. Also from from the chatbot to they, they can... 
select chatbot or they can go in through text message in order to get access to a particular incentive or to get access to order food they would have to put in the information and now the automations through the chatbot or the, the the sms will then begin to send them updates congratulations follow up with them but you're getting on the database but it's ease of access the same way you know that you need to put so- stuff on on social media because people in, in a form that people consume on, on mobile because you know more most people are consuming content mm-hmm. on mobile so, I was so Iggy, one second. I, I don't want to. I don't want to glance over the chat by stuff for our, our audience, right? So, okay, they scan the QR code. Uh-huh. The QR code takes them to Messenger. At the time, correct. At the mes- it takes them to Messenger. With the chat bot, what are you using to set that up? Is that through Messenger? Is that through? A so different there service? was there's a there's a number of different platforms, but the the like the premier platform that I would say it was called a platform called ManyChat. M A N Y C H A T, mini okay. chat. You can, you know, you got need to have a Facebook account, but you, because uh, Meta now owns Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, mm-hmm. you can utilize it on both. Okay, right through DM, and it has different triggers, which triggers which starts the automation based okay. on comments, people DMing you, Keywords certain actions, they, and shit like that. that things that take. But it's building a database based based off of that, and so it also give uh, like a URL that people could. You could send people, they could click on it, and they can go through the chat bot. So on the front end of that, I put a QR code on that to the point that this, now that ManyChat actually includes a QR code creator inside of the software now, at the time, it wasn't even in there. The chat chat bots are a way of automating uh, messages. So you don't have to do this shit manually. So you don't have to do it manually. However... And you only automating what you're doing manually. So you need to have some type of process that you're automating. Most of us have clothes that we've loved for years, maybe even decades. But it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. If you're looking for more pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. All-American Giant clothing is created with a commitment to doing things better. From the materials they use, down to the last stitch in every piece. And everything is made right here in America, in partnership with people and communities. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll appreciate as soon as you receive your order. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code LT23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code LT23. You can't automate something if you don't have a process. And a lot of people think just because I got this automation in place, that that's what, as I'm, I'm good. But if you don't have a manual process already, what is it that you automate and you're not going to have a, a, a good communication marketing with your target audience so i, I kind of want to go into that more right because mm-hmm. marketing automation versus manual marketing mm-hmm. so we're talking about chatbots right now people scan the qr code they go to the conversation Correct. um and the chatbot is doing this but when you're saying setting up manual are you talking about like seeing the initial to gather that data like you're manually doing this to get the initial reactions to kind of tweak the copy or like what, what does that look like yes so uh, um Again, goes back to understanding like human behavior. 
How are people engaging? How are they responding? So when they scan the QR code, in this instance, going into the chat bot, into Messenger, it may um, initially say, you know, uh, it'll, it'll have a thing that says get started because that's the initial prompt for the, the software. After they get started, they s- agree that they want to subscribe, which is what that get started is. And it may say congratulations for you know opting into our automated messaging service. This is here to make sure that you get information fast. Initially, I'm welcoming them. I'm letting them know this is an automation. But in order to get there, I may have had to accept some messages manually in my process of answering. Some people DM me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the questions that they ask majority of the time. Now you can put automations in place, what they're asking, so that you're not having to manually do that process. If they ask you, how can I get, you know, uh, uh, my product featured or placed in the podcast or whatever the question is, you can kind of have. How can I invest in the stock exactly, market? Yeah. Exactly. You have these certain things automated so that, and you, and it gives them access to the information that you would recommend that they have. But at that same time, they agreeing to subscribe to your database. And at the time, um, I was heavy on Messenger chatbots because it was the number one ranked app in the social media marketplace mm-hmm. in the App Store. So I was looking at, okay, what's going on? If it's a number one ranked tier, Facebook, it was outranking Facebook just globally. If Facebook got this many users, it was a number one communication over uh, aside from text message mm-hmm. globally. So it's just understanding certain aspects since the whole situation with uh, the data and the, data and everything, people have kind of steered a little bit away from chat bot. chat chat bots when it comes to messenger. But you you still got WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp. You still got Instagram DM. That's crazy because Meta still on WhatsApp too, and Instagram. So it's the same thing, but it's just branding, <laughs> public perception. Yeah, public per- which shapes public perception and, and, and what's perception that whole reality. Thing is it's encrypted. It's just the same motherfucking people. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. <laughs> it's the same people that's encrypting. And and when you say encrypt, if you don't understand what they mean, which most people don't, it what y'all doing? <laughs> what should, y'all locking the door? Yeah, it's, it's secure. <laughs> what y'all doing? Y'all locking the door? They still got access to it. Yeah, y'all put a password on it. What, what does that really mean? You know, what level of encryption? And if y'all told me a level, and I don't know, like, how y'all really protecting that? Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, there are there are other opportunities, but the, the the main thing for sure, for sure, when it comes to list building is an email list. Chatbots are ways to communicate with people, but bridge them because you still want to collect inside the chatbot. Because you don't own it. Because you don't own it. But I can download a CSV file with your email, your name, your address, your phone number, and I can store that on a hard drive. Internet go down for a couple of days, erase everything, whatever. I can market to you forever. I can market to you. You change, you change your email address. All right, cool. But like, we just not don't happen a whole lot of times. And then also, when we talk about pay advertising, leveraging that data, I could take that same CSV file that I downloaded my email list. I could upload it to these advertising like platforms, Meta, Snapchat, Google. and and now I can based on all the data points that they have. They're going to go and find these people and it's going to say, I'm going to say, hey, these, this is my list of people. This is all the data points that I have. Go and create an audience and find these people on your platform based off all the data points you have. Mm-hmm. And I can retarget these people. I can, you know, uh, create audiences of people who 
fit the data points of them look, look alike, like audiences right. and mm-hmm. I can market to those people, but I can start my list. I can start with people who I know who rock with me. Now, if I have a leads list or a buyer's list, people who actually purchase, I can communicate mark with them differently. So, mm-hmm. but before we go into the paid marketing side, I know, I know you kind of want to go there. I still want to go back to the customer avatars because mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Um, with creating a custom avatar, you talked about a few different points. Like, uh, I think you mentioned like their age, kind of like some of their interests. Um, if I'm a small business owner, and I'm trying to figure out my customer avatar. What advice would you have to offer for them? Uh, look at um, competitors in your niche, in your industry. How are they marketing? Ain't nothing new under the sun. Who, how are they marketing? What is their messaging? How are they communicating? There is also a saying that good artists copy, great artists steal. Mm-hmm. If I'm a good artist, I may try to mimic and copy what it is that y'all doing. But if I'm a great artist, I'm going to take what works from over here. I'm going to take what works from over here. I'm going to take what works from over here. So researching that industry, there's two things that allow you to create your avatar, experience and research. You having experience in the niche so that you can understand what that lingo is, what your the people who, whose problem that you're looking to solve, what they're going through, what their pain points are, based on your experience, whether that's firsthand or somebody you know, and then researching your competitors to know what it is, how they're communicating, they're the people that they're talking to, what are their pain points, and then being able to craft some type of messaging behind that and give them access to um, some something free. When we talk about building a list, creating a content, we talk about the ACE formula, attention, conversation, exploitation, creating attention. It's going to be heavily derived off the content. If ain't nobody paying you attention, they can't pay you in nothing else. Mm-hmm. So then now the conversation, understanding that, whether somebody messaging you, they comment on a post, they talking shit about you. That's still. I prove it to you. However you feel about R. Kelly. When the stuff was going on, when his court case was going on, what happened to his streaming numbers? They went up. They went up. They went crazy. People saying, stop streaming R. Kelly. People still streaming R. Kelly. Streamed them more. I found out about Takashi from somebody talking noise about him on social media. I don't care nothing about his music. But I'm not a fan of his music, but, but I know who he is. Know who he is. And he was able to monetize off of his little day. He created attention. People had conversation about him. And he exploited the attention in the conversation and monetized it. Same formula. So being able to create that attention, build that list, for sending people to some type of free offer, whether that be a, you hear people talk about ebooks, you hear talk, talk about free masterclasses. This is what we call lead magnets, mm-hmm. so that people can you can get them on there because it's a what's in it for me attitude. Mm-hmm. I got to give you something to get something, and so that's. That's kind of where I would I would focus in when when it comes to that. That's, I I kind of want to talk about once you're getting them, expanding them. Now you talked about the touch points just previously, right? That's where you're actually going deeper on your avatar, so you can understand how to predict them better. How are you creating more touch points? What are you doing? Are you surveying them? Are you giving them more offers so they can answer certain things? What What are you doing in that instance? So absolutely surveying them figuring out what it is that they like, seeing the the conversation that's had around other topics. Literally, I 
the more you, the, I, I use paid advertising from, for other people to my advantage. So I research online and then I'm going to get retargeted with advertisements based on this. I'm looking at what these other people are doing in my niche, in my field that is currently working. What are other people doing that's working right now mm -hmm. that I can take a piece of that and implement this? So when we talk about going deeper on these touch points, it's surveying them. It's seeing how other people are communicating with them. It's seeing how they're behaving when it comes to the offer that it is I, that I have. There's when you, we talk about our checklist, when we talk about launching products, man, before, before it ever reached the masses, it had gone through 10, 11, 12 different steps of rejection. To see what it is that people rocking with and what they not rocking with. People gonna the people gonna tell you what it is that, that they like. That's it's fact. you have to you just have to pay attention to them. So asking as many questions as you can in many different ways and seeing what other businesses, what other that are in your niche, that are your competitors, what it is they doing so that you can learn more about them. Hmm. Same way you learn something about your the whatever sex you interested in. As far as the, the whether that be a woman, a man, it, what is they like? How I need to communicate them? Or they they like people who smell good. They like people who have conversation. They like people who got a certain amount of status. This that, and you start catering to that because now they can pay attention to you. When it comes to clothes, it's great to have options, but having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must for everybody. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. And with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. So whether you're on the hunt for the perfect t-shirt, a solid pair of jeans, or super soft sweatshirts, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop where anywhere closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code WA23. And you may have to get their attention in this way, what it is they want. And then as a conversation develops, you feed them what it is they need. But you have to understand them. And it's mm. through that conversation, through getting more attention, seeing what that conversation is about. The same way we, we talk about any topic, uh, we got to open the conversation up so we can see how people feel about it. And now we can move forward. Same thing we got to do in business. Mm. Get attention, get conversation. Understand that conversation, and then that's where you get your data from. It's really paying attention to that conversation. Of course, when we talk about, like, tangible data, name, email, phone number, address, when they purchased, how much the, their the AOV uh, average order value was, what the LTV is, a lifetime value of your customer, uh, how much, what times a day are they purchasing the most, what times a year are they purchasing the most, these tangible data points mm -hmm. but in order to get to these tangible data points you have to understand the psychological data which is the behavior of the people who are taking these actions to, to give you that data who are the people that are that are purchasing mm -hmm. in fact they, they the people that are purchasing three hundred dollars worth what type of people are they this these type of people what do these people like how can i communicate with these people more mm -hmm. which goes back to the people i'm following you so what you're talking about right now is like taking leads and turning them into customers and then kind of identifying those customers 
and how to target more people that are like them, right? Yes. Talking to the customers more. Talking to the customers more. Then just, I want you to buy something, but you're actually having that conversation. So once again, we're going to create the woman to the man, right? <laughs> you a nigga? Yeah. How are you getting to the woman and you're saying, how are you being successful with her saying, okay, I want to go on a date with you? And then how are you getting her to say, I want to go on another date with you? You know? How did to, you, how did you, how did you learn how to communicate with women? Trial and error. Trial and error. And what is that trial and error? That's really, that's really what? Data research. That's research and development. Anecdotal. Yes. Through experience. And then you went and researched, okay, this is what other people are doing. My my homie, he get, he 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 be talking to him. Like he he be pulling them. Bro, what you what what you be saying, bro? Like how you research? So I'm taking my experience and I'm researching based off that experience and I'm getting better. The next time I go to the marketplace, because I'm marketing to the marketplace, next time I go to the marketplace, I got better data based off my experience and my research and I know how to communicate better. I know how to market better. I know how to identify the people I want to talk to. I was I was trying to talk to these type of girls. That ain't really my type. I, I really don't want the, the ones that, that X, Y, Z, right? Or, you know, the next time you go to market, Nah, this 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 more so my, my my range right here. Now I know my range. This is what they really like. These type of girls like this type of thing. So I'm gonna be more of this, and I'm gonna offer more of this, or I'm gonna develop myself to be able to provide more of this, and be the best at providing this that I possibly can to this group of people. And now I don't want to attract nobody else but this group of people. The rest of them I'm repelling. So, but you can only do that if you understand the people who you're talking to. No tangible data comes without the psychological understanding. Mm. Mm. That's deep. So, uh, now, I was, I was just about to ask market. about the, re the repelling part. Like, <laughs> okay. like you said, a lot of people talking about the attraction, but how do you repel people that you don't want, right? Because, once again, even with us growing a brand, there was a point where we're starting to get, like, a, co a lot of comments where it's like, y'all not the people that we're talking to, like, Y'all niggas don't see the vision and y'all are really doubtful of the vision. So how do you repel some of those people who you don't who you don't want to attract? Hey, yo, what's going on? This is Black Wealth Renaissance. We're looking for entrepreneurs who are specifically focused on building their craft. And you know we're talking to our people, our black people, right? If this is something that you're interested in, what you want to do is click the link in our bio. If you're not interested in this, look, this may not be for you. We get that. Maybe you can come back again and, and it may be for you then. So I identified. The people I'm talking to, I told them, look, and, and like sometimes we go as far as like, look, this ain't for you. If you're a tire kicker, if you're going to quit, this ain't for you. But don't be afraid to say no. The power of saying no. If you if somebody if, if somebody come in here and they start doing something to you that you ain't rocking with and you ain't feeling, you're going to tell them stop. You're going to tell them no. The same way in your marketing. That when you call out who you want, it's a natural understanding that the people who who are not inside of that avatar who don't fit. If I'm, if I'm speaking to 20, 25 to 34-year-old males, I'm saying, yo, men, naturally women are not going to pay attention. If I say, yo, um, fathers, naturally if you're not a father, you, you might not want to pay attention. You know, if you're looking, you know, men who are looking to be married uh, to women in the next three years, well, if you're not a man and you're not looking to be married in the next three years, you you're next, they may not be for you. So, under the the more that you communicate with the people, and the more specific that you get with your avatar, the nat, the more it will be about repelling. But if you just broad and you just want to be focused on attraction, then you get a whole bunch of people who 
not really. They don't really want. What they don't you really offering. want what you offering, and ultimately that does nothing for your business. Mm. Mm. Appreciate you that. Appreciate so you for that. Now I want to get to the paid marketing yes. side of things, right? Bread and butter. Paid marketing is one of the things that I think is often discounted, right? Organic marketing is great. You can get a lot of attention through that. But when we start talking about conversions, you got to get a little pay to play somewhere in there at one point or another, right? So when it comes to paid marketing, I kind of want to talk about like, how did you find your way into it? And then we get to some strategy stuff a little later. So uh, again, I, I found my way into it because I, I had a mentor who was like an expert at it, like, unbelievable when it came to, to pay advertising and then like at the time I wasn't somebody who just necessarily wanted to be out front I've always been somebody who could be but I'm I, I'm a great number two mm-hmm. I'm a great number two who if you know what I'm saying the, the point guard out the game I can I could play point two I could be whatever it is so pay advertising was a way for me to reach more people who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And not having to be in front of a lot of people. So it was it was the, the ability for me to master and, and be in, in front of people, in people's face, but out the way. And I appreciate that just in my personality. Like, I, I appreciate being able to be in people's face, but also be out the way not like not in the in the mix of things like i'm cool cut and chill and quiet but like if it's the right time like you know i i'm, I'm a vibe and i'm, I'm gonna be the, the life of the party so having that personality i needed to find something that that i could do when it came to marketing because i knew marketing where i need to be i saw paid advertisement i saw the the opportunity when it came to facebook and paid advertisement i understood the importance of data so it was okay this is what people are doing organic being able to amplify that from a paid advertising. And we talk about knowing your avatar, knowing specifically who you're talking, talking to. Now I can take paid dollars and I can create advertising campaigns and specifically adver- advertise to these people who mm-hmm. I know are my avatar with communication and references and content that I know that they rock with. Mm-hmm. And now I can pay to put this in front of them and based on the funnels that I have in place, based on being able to track that through my funnel, I can now create dollars from my ad spend. So then I can predictably say every dollar that it is that I spend, I make this on the back end. So now you have an ATM machine. Every time I, if, 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 you could go around and every time you gave somebody a dollar and they gave you a dollar 75 back, would you do that? You know, all you had to do, they won't give you. Absolutely. So in your business, if you understand how to structure that process to be able to put money into a machine and it give it to you back. Now you can scale your business and people, people like feel great about being able to do it organically. That's absolutely great. Wonderful. Takes a lot of hard work. I ain't gonna but lie. That's one of our biggest downfalls, if you ask me, is like we lean too heavily on the organic movement and not But if you understood the data that you built and the footwork that you already done, because again, we're talking going back to automation. Automating the manual process. 
pay advertising automating what you're doing organically. Mm-hmm. You've identified what type of content your viewers like. You identify what age age group. You identify the type of conversations. You identify what content, based on when you put it out, brings in revenue. So now taking that those pieces of content, pieces of content like it, like it, putting dollars behind it, and putting a system that actually drives traffic, converts leads, builds a list. And creates offers. So you guys having the, the following that you do and the data that you do, because did you know based on your viewers, viewership on your views on Instagram, you can go run ads to them right now, Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can run ads to them based on how much they've watched your video. So somebody watched your video 75% of the time, would you would you say that they are interested they're in what really interested, yeah. 95% of the videos, and you can select the videos, and you can run an ad directly to them people. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. $5 a day. I got people that went from five thousand dollars, five thousand followers to forty thousand dollars on a five dollar day budget for two and a half, three months, based off putting that content in front of the people that matter, understanding the data, understanding their demographics. Hmm. People miss people when they look at marketing. Five dollars a day, five dollars a day, because you understand who you need to put this in front of. And based off your organic marketing, you can take that, the work you've already done, because they're collecting the data, and they're just giving us access to it. So, so when I teach pay advertising, I teach it as if uh, you're hiring a sales team. Talk about it. Right? So every ad that I put out is a sales person. Mm. And, you know, sales people are paid based off performance. That's a fact. My ads are ran... Based off performance. If I send a salesperson out to a specific area with a specific number of tickets to sell, and the the when the data comes back, he's not selling no tickets. Well, is it his performance? Is the area is it the area that I sent him to? Is it the type of people that I wanted him to talk to? Is it what I was telling him to say to the people that he was talking to? I look at that. And then I can make adjustments in my salespeople the same way I can make adjustments in my pay advertising. So essentially now, Facebook becomes my sales team. Hmm. Now Facebook works for me. I've, I got Facebook employees every time I put ads out. Because a, a, a salesperson, I'm just going to grade them on their performance. I'm going to pay them commission based on their performance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay Facebook to put my advertising in front of people based on performance. And if it don't work, That's I can shut know. it down. The better you're able to gauge their performance... The better able you able to show them and and optimize them to be able to produce, the same way you do your advertisement, the same way pay advertisers, and it goes right back to you only automating what you're doing manually. Hmm. That's that's heavy. So I'm glad you're getting into this because I kind of want to talk about some of the data wars that's going on that a lot of people yeah. might not be privy to. You know, we got Apple shut off a lot of data that people were 
Well, they didn't shut it off, but they gave people the option to share the data with, with these apps and all of these things. Then, you know, Google's kind of following suit. I think I saw they about to stop doing cookies or something like that on people. So, like, how is the changing landscape? How how are you going to be able to navigate that changing landscape so you can continue to be successful? Because right now, the big, the big players, they're going at war, but it's going to hurt a lot of the little people who are able to predict like that. So they went... When you say that, you're saying that they shutting off access to their tracking and so, their data, right? I'm I'm saying they're shutting it off, but I, they're giving people more of the power and you know more authority. Yeah, and people once they saw the thing with the FBI, like you said, mm-hmm. you saw a change in behavior. You saw the messenger stop being the number one uh, app, so it kind of has that same effect. Is like, oh, why am I sharing this with you? Yeah. I'm gonna hit cancel, right? So that, that, right. that so now you is going right back to like you said them giving you the choice. So do I want them to track me or not? When you go to a store and they ask you for your email address, they, you have a choice to give them your contact information or not. You going on their list, and you have willingly chose to give your contact information to them on their list. So if they're shutting down these, or you they giving not shutting down, but they're giving you the the, the choice to keep them from tracking your data. That means that I need to be building my list even more. That means that I need to be communicating with you even more outside of their platforms. Because, again, I can take my data that I have collected as a business and I can give that data to these advertising platforms and they can take whatever data they still have access to. Because even when this they're tracking moving forward from the time that you mm-hmm. select that. All they your still past that data email there. address and all that other stuff. Your all that past, past actions. Yeah, all, all that's there. And it's to the point where it's predictable. They can literally predict what it is you want. When you be like, oh my God, it's they read my mind because they showing me this ad. Well, you don't like this video. You don't watch 50% of this video. You don't went to this website. The friends that you engage with the most like this the most. So you more than likely probably like this right here. Same thing I was saying. The more that you understand your avatar, the better you can service them. Because, again, it's business. If you want your business to be successful, you're solving for real problems. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. You're not you're not trendy. Because if you're just doing cash grabs, cool, whatever, your time going to come and go. But if you're running a real business, you're trying to solve real problems. And in order for you to solve real problems, you got to understand how that really affect the people that got those problems. And when you understand how that problem really affect the people, because when you're selling something, you ain't you're not selling the 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 facts of that. You're selling the story, the experience, the benefit that people can get from that. Mm -hmm. And if the more I understand you, the more I can understand the benefit that you want. My product or service is a bridge to get you there because you really don't care about my product or service. You, you just, just care, care about, about getting that result. that result. I'm just a bridge to get you to that result. That's all That's all my product or service is, is a bridge to get you to the result that it is you want. Mm. But I need to understand what that result is. I need to understand what that problem so I can build a, the right bridge, the proper bridge, in order to connect those dots. And the, the, the going back to the formula, if I create the right attention for the right people – I can get the conversation, and in that conversation, I can find out everything you need to know. They tell you, go in a room, you want to find out about someone, just sit there, be quiet, listen. They say you got two ears, one mouth, listen more than you speak. 
the conversation. You seeing what the people are telling you, and you provide to them. We noticed how Fifty Cent built his career. He built yeah. his web website. He can launch some stuff, get some feedback for the people, and then when they didn't like it, okay, y'all like that. Y'all like this? Cool. Uh, More what you like, less of what you don't. That's all it is, which mm. goes back to just understanding so, the people. Iggy, man, I want to ask, kind of building on what Jalen asked, do you think that Facebook marketing is dead in 2022 moving forward? No. From what I'm hearing is it's actually more specific because now they're repelling the people who don't want to share their data, and you get better data points for the people who want to accept. I'm with you. And then on top of that, if I got if I got my 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 own data, I can retarget these people. And then the, these other platforms, if I'm sending traffic to from YouTube or TikTok or organically from email, and it's going to a site, and I have tracking on there, then I can retarget these people that do have access. So is is you you can't do nothing more important when it comes to long term in your business building data because if we if we really look at like influencers they are paid based off the amount of people that they can influence meaning the amount of people that they have access to just imagine if you got two million followers on a social media platform but you got two hundred fifty thousand people on the email list that's probably email list hit harder it's a quarter million people that you know for sure gonna get that message no, for sure gonna get that message. If I was an influencer, that's why that I don't I don't I could have had big numbers on, on on my social media a long time ago. But I I was paid advertising, so I would I had this brand, I had that brand, and I'm cool with nobody knowing who I am and and, and marketing all the stuff they talking about on Shopify and ads and man when when the Star Wars movie came the the the, the number one whatever it was 2015 2016 we were selling lightsabers $100,000 a month in, in revenue selling lightsabers when the movie came out fidget spinners the when the when the when the iPhone switched from the the charger that took the oxygen cord off and it had the adapter talk about it 20,000 30,000 a month in revenue from ad spend based off that Globally, charges I told you about. Globally, the C type, yes, nigga. Sitting, sitting, sitting in Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. selling to people in Australia, selling to people in Japan, selling to people in Spain, selling to people in Hawaii, selling to people in Dallas, Texas, sitting in Jackson, Mississippi. Sheesh. So, what's been your most successful ad campaign? My most successful ad campaign was one point five million dollars in fifty days. Generated revenue. Generated revenue. Damn. My what was then, the spin? That was the the spin. We spent three hundred and thirty thousand. Damn, that's so a great. Hour. That was now I'm that was with, that, was with, the, that, that was with the team. That was with the team of people, and I was still in my learning process. But I, I I provided a whole lot of value, so I'm definitely gonna take my credit. But on my own solo, I took a I took a company online in that's the middle of, middle of a pandemic from five thousand dollars a month online and nine months to over a hundred thousand dollars a month. And online sales to the predictably to the, the month before, how much do we need to cross a thousand? Order this amount of units. I'm gonna move them for you. Ninety-two percent of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. Ninety-two percent because of a bike. Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only. 
right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's what's up. Okay, I, I got a question. So you're doing this, right? Mm-hmm. How are you making money on the back end? Are you just charging them a flat fee? Have you ever been approached by someone who say, okay, look, you know, I might not have the, the full of the money, but I give you percentage of the back end of that $1.5 million. Have you ever been approached like that? How are you charging and how can someone grow? grow? All of the above, just depending on what it is, the time that it is that I have to to uh, provide value to it. If it represents something that I represent as far as me and my business structure. And if the, the like it can, I see benefit in that long term. So starting off, it was just, you know, I was charging $250, $500 ad campaign. Right. And then as it went up, it grew to, to $2,500 a month, then and $2,500 a month, plus a minimum of a thousand dollars. You had to have additional to spend in advertising dollars. So my service fee was $2,500 and minimum. You had to also have an additional thousand dollars that didn't come to me. You had to have that on a card that you connected to your ad account. And that was a minimum that you would need to be able to spend. Now, of course, if we spend a thousand dollars and I have made you three thousand dollars, you will want to scale. Then it went from there to, okay, if you're building this brand, where where is your business right now in online revenue? Once I come aboard, whatever increase that's here, I want to participate in that increase from the ad where, spend. Where you at? And we can track the revenue from ad spend online. I don't want, I'm not, I want, if it's something that you're doing, you at influence or whatever, and they had that, I don't want to participate, but anything that, that, any that, I, that I, pro- I provide based on my skill set, but you have a number of different ways because not you can provide it as a service to people. But when we talk about lead gen, if I want to tap into the real estate niche and I'm good at running paid advertising and I'm looking for, uh, I want to create a buyer's list, I can create my own funnel. I can run my own advertising campaign. I can build my own database and I can sell email blasts to people or I can sell that whole list to somebody in a real estate niche who are looking for buyers or I can front advertising campaigns and I can, I can charge them per lead. So if, if they used to paying $10 a lead, every lead, I can provide them a hundred leads at $8 a lead, mm-hmm. $5 a lead. If I'm running advertising and I'm paying $2 a lead and I'm selling for $8 a lead, $5 a lead. So it's a number of different ways that you can move around in it. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't focus on like teaching this specific strategy when it comes to ads. This is how you run ads. This is a skill set. Figure out what value you can add based on your experience and your research and tap into it because that's what I did. That's my story. I, marketing was something I knew that everybody was going to need. Mm-hmm. So you figure out, take this skill set, what it is that you do for, for you know people who have podcasts and have shows and may be able to get you more viewership. It may be able to build a list that you can market to people. It, it may we we are big, you know, we, we are the private banker society. We are big on community, huge on community. So our, our focus is getting as many people inside our community because in truth, that's still building a list, still building a database, but it's a dynamic database. 
So it's focusing, taking that pay advertisement, running, understanding the, the process of a funnel, understanding that you need leads, that you need to be able to convert those leads into sales, that you may need to be able to communicate with them long term. In order for you to do that, you have to understand the people who you're talking to, what problems they have, and how to position your solution in terms of the benefits and what's in it for them. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, man. This has been a really insightful uh, episode. Anybody who's looking to really scale, grow their business, understand how to, you know, talk to your audience, go back and listen to this one again, dog. Please. Go back and listen to this one again. Thank you, Iggy, for your time. Uh, I know we're about to have to pivot into our last uh, questions mm-hmm. of the episode. So I'm going to let my, my brother David get in his first one. So, Iggy, man, I want to ask you my favorite question. What are you currently doing with your money to make sure that you don't end up in a position where you're broke again? Um, currently investing in skill sets. Currently investing in making sure that me as an individual, I can provide that value to people specifically in my niche. Never feeling comfortable in what it is that that I'm, I currently have and the knowledge that I have. And, of course, practicing private banking. What's up? What's of up? course. So, practicing private banking. I got my, my three questions. First question, are you frugal or are you a flexor? Uh, I've, I, I, I've had my share of, of, of both. Um, naturally, um, I'm more frugal, but uh, I do have my moments of, of flexing. But my flexing is, is, uh, may not be the typical flexing. It's going to be like hard hitting right there in that moment. And then I'm going to duck off and go somewhere safe out of the way. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's scattered. That's but right. I, but I, I definitely had a phase in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm older now. In my earlier 20s, I, I had that phase where I was just wanting to show everybody everything. But I, I, as I, as the more wealth that I saw myself wanting to create, I wanted to be able to go places and be with my family and chill and, not having to be, so I, I, I toned it down a lot on that. That's a bet. <laughs> uh, second question is, how are you building wealth for your family? What are you doing to leave a legacy? Um, so the, the biggest thing that I'm doing is making sure that um, I'm documenting and teaching the skill sets that I, that I have to my children, as well as showing proof of that online. And I understand that in order to uh, really leave the legacy that I want, it has to be proof of that duplicated in other people. So um, building the community that we have with the Private Banker Society is a huge part of that legacy. It's, it's, it's pretty much a, a ministry uh, for myself, uh, also understanding uh, the the process and, and how banks worth work, how banks leverage ins- insurance, how banks leverage uh, certain investments, even outside of the stock market and real estate to be able to move. But uh, really investing into people uh, and uh, having that that process in place for my children to be able to take the step forward um, and, and follow in the footsteps, um, because I can I can you know invest in money. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, skill sets to, to acquire money, I can invest in crypto, which well, I'm not going to get into that conversation because that's a whole, whole nother thing. But you, you got all the different investments, but I believe the most in investing in people. I believe the most investing in people that say that the, that the day a man dies is the day that the last person speaks your name. And so I look to provide value and I look to provide information to people that that continues that going so that my legacy is forever spoken of because if my children go somewhere and they can speak my name, they have access to something speaking my name based off the works that I've done. That's legacy for me. 
That's deep. Last question. Do you have life insurance? Yes. Private banking. Yes. Private banking <laughs> society. Yes. <laughs> yes. Private banker blueprints. Yes. yes. But I want to say, I, I, again, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Give me access to new people again. This is my first podcast, and it's a it's an honor and a privilege for this to be the first one for me. This is history. This is part of my legacy today. So I appreciate y'all, and I want y'all to hear from me because I definitely believe in giving flowers while we're here. So continue what y'all doing, and, and I'm a hundred percent appreciative of the opportunity. Appreciate hey, man. it, man. Appreciate definitely you, appreciate you coming you, on man. and adding value to the show. So Iggy, before yeah. we let this you go, this ain't gonna man. be the last time either. We ain't even get into automation, <laughs> so, so before, this ain't gonna be the last yeah. time. Before we let you go, gotta ask you to let the people know how they can follow you, how they can tap in, and any of your services, and obviously how they can get how you can join the private banking society. Well, you can join the private banking society before I, before I let you go. Go to blackwealthrenaissance.com slash bank. And then you'll be able to join there. Yeah, yeah. com slash bank. And you'll be able to join that. But yeah. So you can connect with me on social media at Iggy, double I, double G, I E, and privatebankersociety.com. Anything that you want to know about me is in the society. Well, I want to say thank you again, my brother. Appreciate you for pulling up. Um, and before we get up out of here, we're going to get into some house cleaning. Once again, everybody, please leave that five-star rating and review. I need that. I do want to highlight some of my people who did leave us some reviews hey, uh, lately. Yeah, man, man. Appreciate you so much. You uh, thank you guys just for uh, speaking up. Uh, 337 Native. Awesome conversations taking place. I received great gems throughout these episodes. Keep it up. The boot is definitely listening and taking in the free game. Yeah. Visible visions. Another one I have is super relatable for anybody, right? They say I'm an entrepreneur with several companies and do extremely well for myself. However, these gems you can get for scaling your money and building uh, for more relationships The show is one of the few podcasts That make sure people who don't invest Or are not into real estate Or don't have a business Understand the proper terminology To give them a place to start from I've been running my companies for three years And we do well Every episode I'm able to yeah. get a golden nugget And apply to for success Let's These go. dudes are dope So thank you so much Appreciate you Jaybird62711 Thank you for leaving that review as Shout well Shout out to my 337 native too man you Gotta give his name I, in the bitch I did I did It was uh, it was visible It was a visible vision Oh I ain't know that was his name I thought yeah, y'all bro. was something at the end of it nah, I ain't gonna visible, hold it Visible vision So for appreciate sure. y'all so much dog Thank you for leaving the uh, ratings and the reviews. Uh, we will appreciate it. Once again, if you got some negative shit, if you want us to improve, man, we listening to DM, it. Man. Hey, yeah, we listening to it. Yeah, so whatever yeah. you got to say, we here for the feedback, dog. Appreciate y'all. Also, y'all join our email list as well. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Look, Go to blackwealthrenaissance.com. Yeah. 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 Click the link below. But um, nah, man, Financially Invincible Challenge just wrapped up. Uh, so... We don't have that for y'all If you missed it Sorry you played yourself Could have got some Very valuable information That could help change Your family for generations But they got a lot Of other information And different things That we're gonna be Kicking to y'all yeah. Over the next few months Y'all join that CB. email list Like my brother said uh, you interested in getting started, learning how to build your own bank, learning how to run these ads, right? All this information is also available for you in the private bank of society. Was that, uh, was so that, what was that? Blackwealthrenaissance.com slash bank. Yes, sir. You go to blackwealthrenaissance.com slash bank. You can get access to that. Um, and until next time, y'all. 
This is Black Wealth Renaissance. Signing, Signing out. out. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.